Welcome back to No Idea, the podcast where you have no idea what we're going to talk about and we have no idea how it's going to go. Friends, I am the bearer of bad news today. I am so, so sorry to inform you that Jenny Lavornia is no longer with us. (sighs) Jenny Lavornia has passed on, if you will, to a better life. No, I'm just kidding. My name's just not Jenny Lavornia anymore. It's Jenny Markham because I got married. <laughs> so it's still me, just different last name. I know, I, I got you. I got you. You guys were concerned. Well, it's Jenny Markham here. Still same old, same old, just new last name. But I have a wonderful guest with us today who is a dear friend of mine. Her name is Anna, not to be confused with Hannah. Hannah Penny we've had on here several times. <laughs> But this is actually one of our mutual friends, and Hannah's roommate is Anna. I know that's confusing. Hannah and Anna live in the same place. I know. I know. Anna, say hi. Hello. Hello. (laughs) It's short for Annabeth, if that makes you guys less confused about their names. Shout out to Hannah. We love you. But um, Anna and I have been friends for how many years? I think it's three. Three going on four. Aw. Yeah. Cute. (laughs) Yeah, so Anna, I'm so glad you wanted to be on the podcast. It took some time, took some convincing, (laughs) but I'm so glad you're here with us today, and I'm excited for all the wisdom you're going to share with us, but I would love if you just, if we just recapped how we became friends in the first place. Let's go back to that. (laughs) Ah, yes. (laughs) Three-ish years ago. Wow. Yeah, I mean, we met, like, my first freshman year. I Mm -hmm. came later to college than you did and so mm-hmm. we met then we were like neighbors our yeah, rooms we were really close right next together. to each other uh-huh. and so we like knew of each other right. but we never hung out our entire freshman right. year I always looked at you I was like she seems really cool <laughs> I was like secretly like I want to be Jenny's friend <laughs> um and also in the dorm building I would always hang out in the kitchen mm. and it's not because I had anything to cook because I was on the meal plan <laughs> but you weren't on the meal plan right sophomore year I wasn't okay well I was but I just didn't right yeah right so and you have some allergies this poor sap is from Wisconsin but allergic to dairy (laughs) isn't that crazy (laughs) dairy capital of the U.S. (laughs) rip to her intestines (laughs) but um I would always hang out in the kitchen and you were always cooking in the kitchen because you actually needed to eat (laughs) (laughs) and I would just kind of hang out there I felt like all the cool people hang like hung out there all the people I really liked being around so I would just I was kind of like the dog under the table that would like eat your scraps (laughs) and be like I burned this do you want to eat it I'd be like of course I do Is that so true? I know, it's true. But I wasn't just there for the food. I was there for the fellowship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I always liked you. And I think that one time, let me think. One time I saw you in the lounge and you were watching a show that I had already watched the first season of, but I love that show. And so I think I came over to you and I was like, that's the best show ever, ever. I was like, you're going to love it. And then I think we eventually just started watching it together. Yeah, I think that I was waiting for like something to finish in the oven or something. Uh And you were in there and we were just sitting there and you're like, do you want to watch Atypical? And I was like, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, and I think that it became kind of like bonding for us but also procrastination for our homework Uh, because you know netflix (laughs) that little load button for next episode loads so fast you just can't stop it in time so um 
Yeah, I think we would sit down to watch one, but we'd actually watch like three. Yeah, sadly. <laughs> they were relatively short, but yeah, I think that's how we became friends. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> and Anna, I want you to give some fun facts about yourself. <laughs> I am so excited for these. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so go ahead, give us the list. <laughs> okay. Um, so I was a black belt in Taekwondo. Ooh. I became a black belt when I was like 12, I think. Oh. Yes, yes. Um, my favorite color is black. <laughs> Mostly only wear black. <laughs> I rarely ever see a different color on you. <laughs> um, I only drink black coffee. If you put creamer in your coffee, it's not coffee. <laughs> sorry, as you sip on your creamed coffee. I know, sorry about that. <laughs> I can't even imagine drinking it without cream. It's just like bean juice. Yes. Black bean juice. Okay. <laughs> exactly. What's your final fun fact? So I love black coffee and I love nitro. And so at work, um, in order for my bosses to get me to do things sometimes, <laughs> they, they will show up and they'll give me a list of things to do with a nitro coffee from like Starbucks or something. <laughs> and it's almost like their bribe but also like they know that i'll just get it done if they give me nitro coffee <laughs> i wish that coffee had the same effect on me as it does on you because it really does energize you yeah i don't feel much of a kick after but maybe i put too much cream in it maybe <laughs> i drink straight black yeah. and then i also do get like the crash at the end though Ooh. so that's not fun yeah. <laughs> she's actually trying different things like kombucha and matcha now yes, so yes. those have a nice natural effect those are great <laughs> those are great i love them <laughs> Well, I'm so excited for our topic today because this is a topic that we talk about, I feel like, almost every time we're together it comes up, really, because it's been such a journey for both of us, so we're talking about rest. That's right. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Not just sleep, but actually what is rest and why is it important? So, Anna, why is this topic important to you specifically? Um... Wow, for so many different reasons. I guess I'll just start with my journey with rest because it's important in so many different ways. Mm -hmm. So in high school, um, I wasn't really a Christian, so I didn't really value a lot of things that I value now, including rest. Um, I also really didn't know the terms introvert and extrovert. Like, it really wasn't a big thing when we were in high school, I feel like. Um, And so... I am a major introvert, just to clarify. (laughs) Um, And in high school, I always felt like I needed time alone. Like, I craved that. I was Mm -hmm. like, I just need to go be by myself for a little bit. But in my friend group, it was, like, looked down on because I was friends with extroverts. And, you know, after high school or after classes and after school, we would go hang out. On weekends, we would hang out. We would always be together. And I remember one time I was like, I don't think I'm going to go this time. I'm just going to stay home, like watch some TV or something in my room. And I remember them just being like, what, are you a loner or something? Like you want to be by yourself. And so that caused me to like never say no. Like I would never be by myself. The only time I could be by myself was if I didn't sleep. (laughs) (laughs) And so (laughs) that's just like not good. And so that just caused so much stress and anxiety throughout all of high school for me because I couldn't do what I naturally needed Mm -hmm. and I needed a lot of it. Mm -hmm. Um, So after high school, I moved to Los Angeles and I did some ministry there and lived there for a year. And I had two roommates there and they were both major introverts. 
glory. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> and so they put three major introverts in a room together for a year. And they taught me so much about how it's okay to be by yourself and how it's actually good for you and just ways to be by yourself. And I just learned so much through them. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's also the place where I got saved. And so God also taught me a lot about being by myself and resting. And he met me a lot in those places and spoke to me a lot. Um, Yeah. And then actually after Los Angeles, I moved back to Wisconsin and in that season between LA and going to college, I really didn't do anything. I worked and I was at home. And so that was a huge season of rest for me. And that's where ugh, where I really prioritized it. And there were like just day after day, I would have like six or seven hours where I would just be by myself. Wow. And for mm-hmm. an introvert, <laughs> that's wow, like heaven. <laughs> that is literal heaven. Yeah. And in those times, I was able to find ways that I rested best. And it wasn't just me sitting and watching TV for seven hours Mm -hmm. or sleeping, things like that. Like I did things that I really enjoyed doing, um, which I'll talk about later. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so that was like super important. Um, And then I moved to college and life got really busy again. Mm -hmm. And I had to actually prioritize times to rest because in that season beforehand it was just given to me I really Mm -hmm. didn't have a choice like that's just what my life was and now in college I have two part-time jobs and I'm double majoring and I'm like busy all the time and so oh yeah you did have two part-time yeah I went from having all of this time to be by myself and to rest and really recharge all the time to now being in college and my life is just crazy all of Mm -hmm. a sudden And so for the first semester, I didn't prioritize rest and I ended up crashing and burning hardcore (laughs) Um, and just super burnt out. And then I realized I need to set a day apart and I need to find time to rest. And so I had to cut back on my work hours, which meant I had to um, lose some money, but it was so worth it to take that day and really rest and recharge so I could do good in school Mm -hmm. and have time and all of that. Um, yeah, it's kind of where I'm at now. Beautiful. Lovely, lovely. Yeah, it's been quite a journey. What about you? Um, I'll share some of my journey. It's so different from yours, but that's what makes it beautiful. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I think that growing up, um, especially in high school, I was a very social person. I don't know if, I don't know if I was an introvert, extrovert then, but I think now I would consider myself an extrovert that I get energy from being around people and really like those group settings. Um, But I was just never taught that rest was important. Like, I never remember someone telling me, like, it's okay if you don't want to come, you know? And, you know, maybe people did say that to me, but I didn't register it. Like, oh, that's valuable. I should hang on to that piece of information and apply it to my life. So I also came from a big church. So there was just always something going on in whatever department. And I think I suffered from a lot of FOMO also and just fear of missing out on what my friends were doing, um, missing out on being a part of something. And so I suffered with that. And I just remember being chronically busy all of high school. Like, I didn't know how to be any other way. (laughs) And I think my mom told me a few times, like, you don't have to say yes to everything or, or like 
quality over quantity. And I was like, okay, whatever. (laughs) It was very wise. Did I listen to that at the time? No. (laughs) But then after high school, I did a year of ministry uh, in El Salvador. And I was just constantly living in burnout. Like if I thought I didn't have time before, I especially did not have time during that year to have free time or be by myself really the ministry was just not set up for that and so I just felt like I was constantly living at a burnout but I probably didn't know that at the time I just thought like this is how ministry is you know you just you're tired but you get back up and do it and I just wasn't taking care of myself didn't know how really so then I went to college after that and I had a lot more free time than I was used to because I had just come from that extreme so I came to college, had to make new friends and everything. So I had some free time on my hands and I didn't know what to do with that at first, but I just knew that I felt better. I just felt better like in my body and in my mind and had a social life, was able to do my homework and was able to get the things I needed to do done and go to class. (laughs) And so I just remember thinking to myself, like, I've never had this much energy before. (laughs) Which is so funny to think about. I can, like, I just want to look at my high school self and be like, you are living, (laughs) running yourself to the ground right now. I didn't realize it. So in college that first year, I realized, like, this is actually important because I feel so much better when I have time to rest. And um, it was this last year that I had a job that was very taxing, very people-oriented. Um. And then another outside job. And then, let me think. I just felt like my plate was very full. Like, I had a relationship where I got engaged and got married. Huzzah. (laughs) Um, And then I just had, like, friends and homework. So I knew my plate was very full this last year. But I knew that I had to take initiative over rest. Because if I didn't, I would not be able to do those things. And I would burn out. So... Last year is when I really started to implement like a Sabbath day and understand more of what God thinks about rest and the importance it is. And that's where I am today, you know? Wow. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it's been quite a journey for both of us. Ah, yes. (laughs) Well, we have mentioned the word Sabbath. Huzzah. (laughs) Um, What would you say is Sabbath, Anna? Um, I think Sabbath is, traditionally it's a day set apart. Um, I think of it more as like a period of time set apart, um, that you don't do anything that you don't want to do. Mm -hmm. And it's a time of just resting and recharging, um, from your week Mm -hmm. and reflecting. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Um, we know that in Israel back in the day and now, uh, it's a a time of 24 hours basically where people, refuse to do any work and refuse to even think about work and it's a time for reflection with God your relationship with God what God has done for you and then time with family and a time to enjoy so whatever that day is filled with it's enjoyable things mm-hmm. um so that can be making a feast and just uh, feasting yes. with your family <laughs> um yeah and that's what it is in Israel and uh if you haven't noticed we're not in Israel currently no way no way <laughs> but uh Yeah, I used to think, and I think this is a common misconception about Sabbath days, is that it's a day where you do nothing. 
or you spend 24 full hours with God only. (laughs) And that means like on your face, reading your Bible in worship, 24 hours. (laughs) That's what we envision. (laughs) But that's not what it is. And so that's kind of what I learned this last year of like, so I just always thought Sabbath meant you're in a room by yourself looking Mm -hmm. at a wall. (laughs) That's resting because you're not doing anything. You're not working. You're not doing anything. And so that never like seemed appealing to me. So I was like, why would I want to do that? That sounds so (laughs) boring. And um, I realized that it was just filled with things that you actually like Mm -hmm. and recharge you. Kind of like what you said. Yeah. So we also just want to take a moment and look into the Bible of see what God thinks about rest. Because we did not create rest as humans. It was an original idea from the OG God. Amen. <laughs> so talk to us about creation, Anna. Yeah, um, I think most of us know the creation story of seven days, well, six days of creation. And then on the seventh day, God rested. And he took that time um, to just sit back and enjoy what he's created, enjoy what he's done, mm-hmm. um, sit and just marvel in all that he's created and just get to enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just think of like if he had kept working and working and working and working, he would never be able to just sit and enjoy the things that he's made. Mm-hmm. And that would just be so sad. <laughs> that would just be so sad. <laughs> like he made it for for what then, you know? Mm-hmm. He can't enjoy it. And so, yeah. It's crazy that God um, spent six days creating and then chose to rest and not necessarily create anything new on the seventh day. But it wasn't because he ran out of energy. Mm. He's God, so he doesn't really run on our limited energy levels. But it wasn't because he was exhausted and then he chose to rest. Yeah. It wasn't because he was really, really tired and he was like, I just need one day off mm-hmm. and then I'll be good for the rest of the time. So that leads us to the conclusion that rest is a proactive thing. It's not something you should default to once you feel tired. Yeah. And putting... And implementing rest in your life is a proactive thing to make sure that you do good work and get what you need to do done. Yeah. And even Jesus in the New Testament, when he was doing ministry, his life was crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Like just so filled with people. He had 12 men and women, other women, um, on his back, like just following him all the time. (laughs) Can you imagine? Oh my. (laughs) And so that's why it says that he got up in the mornings early and withdrew to deserted places and then there were people just wanting to be healed crowds around him all the time imagine that you can just never get a break wow the stress (laughs) the anxiety (laughs) exactly so jesus was living proactively and withdrawing to it an alone place so he could get alone with god and do what he was called to do yeah i think i always looked at jesus as an introvert because of that but the more i like think about it the more I realized like extroverts need that time too and so I always was like oh well Jesus was an introvert I relate you know things like that (laughs) Mm -hmm. but like he could have just been a healthy extrovert extroverts Mm -hmm. need that time too and so right yeah yeah so it's just important it's a proactive step what's the opposite of proactive reactive Uh, right yeah reactive yes he was not being reactive he was being proactive Wow. I mean, being reactive 
to not getting rest is probably lashing out at people. Mm. It's probably like, I'm so exhausted and I just can't get alone. So I'm going to lash out at the others around me or I'm going to withdraw in an unhealthy way. Mm. So we need to be proactive in that. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. And where does that start? Boundaries. (laughs) Wow, my favorite topic. (laughs) (laughs) You're reading a book about it right now, right? Yeah, I'm reading Beyond Boundaries. By Dr. Henry Townsend. Cloud. Oh, why did I say Townsend? Uh, he's the co-writer, so oh, he is okay. in it, but it's more so known by Henry Cloud. Dr. Henry Cloud, okay. Yes. And is that a good book? It is phenomenal. Wow. I recommend all of his Boundaries books to like everyone mm-hmm. because there's one for every season of your life. Mm-hmm. And so this one is Beyond Boundaries, so it's kind of talking about like taking a step away from your boundaries, not necessarily putting them up, um, but just going beyond them. Mm. But, yeah, it's super good. We also have a book club for anyone who wants to join. Yes, yes, hit us up. (laughs) We do have a book club. Um, But boundaries are so important because they're part of that being proactive thing. And uh, Anna and I have both talked about boundaries a lot to each other. I think that we struggle with boundaries in a different way, but they're just so important. Like it needs to be a conversation piece Mm. so that we can operate well in our lives. But... um, For me, I felt guilty before in telling people no. Like, okay, let's say I'm not doing anything, don't have plans for the day. But if I'm just really tired, someone asked me to hang out. And I would feel guilty for saying no because it's not like I had other plans except to be alone (laughs) or except to get things done, like, in the house. And so we've both experienced guilt in some different ways with that. Would you like to elaborate on anything guilt-related? Wow, yeah. Um... For me, saying no to things isn't a huge problem for me. Um, I more so feel guilty of not having something to do 24-7. Because as much as I love resting and um, taking time for myself, I'm still... I love doing things. And I love getting Mm -hmm. things done and being super productive. And so... For me, I'm like, oh, I have two days off. I need to fill those two days yeah, what's with things wrong with to me? do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, wow, okay, what am I going to do? I can't just sit back and enjoy those two days that mm-hmm. I have off for myself. And so that's when I'll start saying yes to everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember when you told me that you feel guilty for having like two days off in a row one time. And I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you have a full-time job. <laughs> I just thought to myself, we really do need outside perspectives because I was able to tell her, you're crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's good. It's mostly a culture thing mm. if we are really getting down to it because in American culture, the questions are like, how much money can you make? Um, how many hours can you work? Mm. Um, it's a go, go, go type of culture. Yeah. And we're like, what do we see in movies? We don't see, like, someone taking time to have an um, amazing feast with their family, you know? We see, like, going out with friends and partying and then uh, restaurant hopping. Like, mm. we just see that in our culture and movies and entertainment all the time. And so that's not exactly what our culture values is taking our time. Right. Because we're all about the instant. And so it's a culture that's saying do more. Do yeah. more and be more. But we know that it's not what Christ is saying for us. Right. So I've even experienced this just in the last couple months of moving and getting married. 
And I knew that my boundaries were going to change and look different in this new season of marriage because I'm now living with a person and I wake up and he's there and I go to sleep and he's there. Oh my. Oh my. <laughs> but um, I knew this was going to be a big change. It's just a life transition. Um, and I knew that I needed to adjust my boundaries in a way that would work for me now. So... My husband is a night owl, and I am not a night owl, <laughs> but I would always, like, want to stay up with him and be like, no, we can start a movie at 9.30 because, you know, I'll go to bed, and, you know, what? I just want to stay up with you and enjoy that time together, but I would wake up in the next morning and be like, I am not doing that again, but then I'd do it again the next night or something because I just didn't want to be, I just wanted that quality time, but also, um... I feel like I'm missing out on something if I would go to bed. <laughs> so in the last few, in the last month or the last few weeks, I've taken time and noticed like how my body feels and how my body reacts to different uh, adjustments and everything. So I'm, now I have placed the boundary that I'm going to be in bed by 1045, mm. praise God. Yes. And that I'm going to probably get out of bed by eight o'clock at the latest. Ooh. And being on that time for my body helps me so much. Like I don't feel tired in the middle of the day. When I wake up, I drink a lot of water and then I feel ready. Praise God. Water. Yes. Water. Yes. Gives us life. <laughs> I mean, I know we're drinking coffee right now, but water, that's really what we're promoting. <laughs> and then I don't have to feel guilty for saying no to going into work on my day off. Mm. If someone asks me like, hey, can you come in? I know it's your day off. I am not obligated to say yes to that. Yeah. It's a question and an option mm-hmm. because I wasn't scheduled. And so just taking time to reflect, like, do I actually want to go in today? And just having that boundary has helped me immensely. So, yeah. yeah. And then I feel like I'm actually getting the rest I need. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. So good. So I love resting in a lot of different ways um, because I love being productive. And when I say, like, being productive, resting is productive. Like, you sitting by yourself and reading or even just sitting in silence is productive. Like, you're not doing nothing. Like, right. you're recharging. You're doing something to feed your soul. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that is very productive. But um, I just like doing things. And so resting for me, actually, I very recently realized that for the last, like, month or so, I've been resting in the wrong ways. <gasps> yes. <laughs> um And so I wasn't actually resting my soul. I was more so just resting my physical body, which Mm -hmm. is great, but I need to rest myself, like, Mm -hmm. holistically, you know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Because my job is very physically active, and I'm, like, constant go, go, go. I would come home and just be exhausted. And so I would take a three-hour-long nap and then wake up, eat some food, and then just maybe watch TV until I went to bed. Mm. Um, And so... Physically, I wasn't exhausted, but I was so exhausted mentally, and I was just, I was in almost this, like, irritable state sometimes just because of not getting the right rest that I needed, and yeah, so that kind of, someone just kind of put that in my head, and I was like, oh, okay, (laughs) that's a thing, Mm -hmm. Um, and so for the last week or so, I've been doing so much better, and I haven't been napping or really watching TV at all and I felt so much better mm-hmm. physically, emotionally, mentally all around. And so 
I've been cooking and baking a lot. Mm-hmm. I love cooking all of my meals. I'm sure Hannah loves that because <laughs> she gets to eat your baked treats. That's very true. This morning I woke up and I baked zucchini bread. Oh, I love that it's stuff. It's like half gone already. Great. <laughs> you can yes. send some over here anytime. Oh, I should have brought some. <laughs> Darn. Okay. Next time. Next time. Um, yeah, and I'm also, I'm gluten-free and vegan, and so it's actually super fun and creative for me to, like, make and create recipes like mm-hmm. that and even like recreate recipes that I used to eat as a kid that now I get to make Vegan. into ways that I can eat now mm-hmm. <laughs> um and so that's just really fun for me and that's a super restful way for me to just kind of decompress mm-hmm. and relax listen to music listen to a podcast whatever that is oh yes I love podcasts good stuff we yes, obviously yes. both love podcasts <laughs> wow wow yes um I also love cleaning I'm slightly OCD, Mm -hmm. just a little. Um, And so cleaning my apartment is super therapeutic for me. Um, I do enjoy watching TV. I don't think that that's a bad thing, just not like large amounts of it like all day long. And so I love watching a TV show at the end of my day or something like that. Um, Sleeping too, like if I don't get on an average of seven to eight hours of sleep, Mm -hmm. I really do crash after a while. Mm -hmm. And so sleeping is super important. Um reading and working out working out even if I'm tired Mm -hmm. like I'll come home from work and I'll be exhausted but I'm like I'm gonna go do a workout and I actually feel better afterwards it's super weird Mm -hmm. um and then also a big one that I actually crave on like a daily basis is just silence like I love silence no music I'll turn off my AC is really loud Uh (laughs) and even just like the white noise from my AC I don't want to hear it and I just want like pure silence mm-hmm. and it's so nice to just sit in that for even 10-15 minutes and have nothing going on mm. and yeah I just kind of let my thoughts run wild and yeah. just kind of recharge that way mm-hmm. but, yeah. that's so good yeah yes my AC is also loud <laughs> yeah <laughs> which is why we turned it off for this podcast yes. but that's so good all these ways that we're listing for rest that will look different for each and every individual person mm-hmm. um like my husband one of his ways that he says is like therapy for him is window shopping like he just <laughs> really? he can go from store to store to store and be energized by that but not buy a thing wow. <laughs> but just look like that's like really therapeutic for him that's crazy. but for us I know that would exhaust both of us remember when we went to the yes. mall the other day the we other both day a nap. <laughs> <laughs> the other day we went to find one pair of jeans so we went to Three stores? Three or four. Three or four stores. Both of us were like, I need a nap. I can't And that do was this. only like 30 minutes we were in those stores. It really <laughs> wasn't restful for us. Yes. <laughs> so each and every way will look different for every person. But, um, yeah. And this is a conversation that Anna and I are constantly having, I feel like. Yeah. We're like, this week I felt amazing because Woo! I did this. <laughs> or this week I did not take care of myself, so I feel dead inside, yeah. you know? Because even though we're aware of it, like, we're still human and so... Mm-hmm. We're going to mess up and life gets crazy and sometimes you don't have that Sabbath day during the right. week. So Right. But just having grace for yourself. Like, yeah. okay, I will take a few steps back because I recognize what's going on in my mind and body. Right. It's good and to call each other out on yeah. it and be like, maybe you just need to go home <laughs> and like, a little rest. grouchy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to say it. You seem irritable. <laughs> yes, yes. So are there any final encouragements you would give anyone listening about rest, Anna? Yeah, definitely. I think when I first started my journey with rest and like figuring out how I rest best, 
I really you did. rest best. I rest best. I rest best like this. Oh I'm a best wrestler, really. Uh, yes. <laughs> Go on, sorry. Um, I immediately started looking things up on Pinterest and YouTube, looking at, you know, Instagram, mm-hmm. famous people and things like that. And I would try things out and try sticking to their 4 a.m. morning routine. Which oh, I do have a 4 a.m. morning routine, that's but that's just because to, of work. You have not to get because up I'm that forcing early. myself to do it. Right. Um, and those things would almost stress me out even more because I felt like I had to follow it or I wasn't resting right. Mm-hmm. And so my best advice is to not look to those things. Like, yeah, look for some tips. If you really don't know where to start, look up a list of things and try them out. But ultimately, I think you need to step back and ask yourself, what do I love to do? Because mm-hmm. like I said, it can be working yeah. out. It can be playing your favorite sport, doing whatever. Um, but asking yourself that and making a list of things that you love to do and doing those things and also asking yourself, like, my favorite thing to ask. It sounds kind of corny, but what does my soul need? Mm. Like, I ask you that. I ask Hannah that all the time. I'm like, okay, step back. What does your soul need? Like, mm-hmm. does your soul need to sit and journal or does it need to go make an amazing meal to eat or go for a run or a walk? Because um, it looks different day to day. And so just not looking to what other people are doing. Yeah. And that's part of the beautiful part of it because it's creative. Yeah. It is creative for every person. So, yeah. And you're creative even if you don't think you are. Right. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> you were a beautiful creation. Therefore, Amen. you are creative. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> wow. Thank you for sharing all your tips and tricks and wisdom and journey with us, Anna. Yeah. And thank you for being on the podcast. <laughs> I can't wait to have you on for another one. Ooh, exciting oh, we'll, stuff. <laughs> we'll brainstorm, okay? <laughs> but we encourage everyone who's listening, make a list on your phone or something. Like, mm. how do I feel recharged? And then save those things for one day of the week, a couple hours every week, whatever you feel is right for your routine and schedule and your life in this season. And just remember, like, you are honoring and worshiping God as you do that because he values rest too. So thank you so much for tuning in, guys. This has been No Idea Podcast. Anna and Jenny signing off. See you next time.